Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the seventh episode of Can't Get a Text Back. I'm excited that I'm actually putting out podcasts regularly now. Um, we can thank the Rona. Um, <laughs> I know that it's not funny to joke around about uh, the virus. However, it has allowed me to be home and be pretty productive. Um, sorry if by the time you're listening to this, everything has disappeared, but that would actually be a good thing. I don't think that, uh, that's actually going to happen though, um, based on when I'm supposed to put this out. Um, however, if it's still going on and you find yourself at home a lot, I've been finding that the best way to handle this is to be equally, equal parts, um, lazy piece of shit and equal parts productive. So what I'll do is I'll kind of like lay around for a while, do nothing, get up and like exercise and then lay around and do nothing, get up, record a podcast, lay around, clean the bathroom. You get the point. So anyway, before we get into this week's episode, I want to remind you to, uh, subscribe and rate the podcast. And then I want you to go over to Facebook and type into the search bar, can't get a text back, and join my private Facebook group. Um, it's slowly growing. Um, however, I'm, I'm really excited about the possibilities of it. There's lots of Facebook groups that I'm in uh, that I find a lot of women asking for dating advice. And I think it would be really nice if uh, we could have a little group that's specified more for dating, sex, relationships, even for us to complain about our boyfriends or girlfriends who are annoying the shit out of us at home while we are um, locked locked in together. Um, so do that, and then you can follow me on Instagram at can't get a text back. This week's episode is going to be about, it's kind of, I mean, I guess it's a pretty, like, kind of general topic, but I thought it would be a good idea to kind of talk about how I, I guess, prepared myself um, and opened up my life to, to find, ew, it sounds so lame when I say this, but like to find love and like to find a healthy relationship. Um, because, you know, I, I'm, I'm with Joe now for about a year and a half and I'm very happy. We have a very healthy relationship. And I do think that I kind of intentionally, but also unintentionally brought that into my life. I don't think that the way that that happened was an accident. So I would like to kind of share that, especially because, you know, after I, you should probably, before you listen to this episode, if you haven't listened to, I believe it was episode four or five, I talked about what not to do after a breakup. Um, it kind of went from like, after I got, went through two breakups, I acted a little wild and, and whatever. And then it kind of transitioned into me um, changing my behavior and being more intentional with my behavior uh, to find love. So before we get into that, I wanted to talk about this article that I saw on The Cut this week. And I normally don't care so much about celebrity gossip and especially not their relationships. Like, I don't know. I just, I'm very much like where I search for my entertainment is through social media and like YouTube. I don't know. I just prefer it a lot more. So I care for gossip when it comes to like YouTubers and bloggers and things like that. But when it comes to celebrities, it's kind of like who gives a shit. But I found this funny. And I think that, um, I think that the, (laughs) 
the title of the article is what made me laugh and got my attention. So um, Ariana Grande, now dating just a regular guy. (laughs) So Ariana Grande is rumored to be dating a cute real estate agent by the name of Dalton Gomez. Um, Supposedly, she like made out with him at a bar uh, in L.A. last month, and he was, uh, quote unquote, a rando. Um, which is what TMZ called him. I find this trend of celebrities dating like random people to be really funny, but I also feel like it is, it makes so much sense. So one of my friends always jokes around and says that there can only be one star in a relationship. And that sounds like, it sounds fucked up, but it's kind of true when you think about it. Like, I think that a lot of celebrities, the reason why they don't work is because they're both just so busy or I I think there can be a lot of jealousy and not even jealousy when it comes to like other people, um, you know, like temptation and things like that. I don't think it has to do anything with that. I think that there could be a lot of jealousy in the sense of like, you know, one's more successful than the other. So there's always, you know... I, I I do believe in, you know, kind of in a way that there can only be one star in a relationship. And I think that dating somebody who maybe doesn't have the same lifestyle as you and doesn't want the same lifestyle that you have, or not even the same lifestyle, but doesn't want like the fame and the attention that you have is like a really great move. Um, somebody who maybe who can, you know, help you pursue your dreams with you and enjoys that and is a little more simple when the other person is trying to go out there and be super fucking famous like Ariana Grande. It's a really good idea. But I always wonder how much of it is a publicity stunt in the sense of, I don't know, like, look at me, I'm so relatable, I'm dating a real estate agent. Can you imagine just like going to a bar with your friends and then making out with one of the most famous celebrities on the planet. I also find it so funny that like, I don't know, that is like so normal of her because she's 26 years old. She goes out to a bar in LA and she like makes out with a guy. It's so funny to me um, because I don't know, I think that if I had that level of fame, I would be so nervous to do anything because I wouldn't want anybody to see. But she does really have this like, I don't give a fuck attitude about her, especially in the last few years. And I'm like, you know what? Good for you, girl. So yeah, go Ariana Grande. I'm excited to see what happens with that only because, like I said, I don't usually care so much about celebrities and their dating lives, but um, I don't know. But when it involves a a normal person, or uh, as they called it, just a regular guy, um, I think it makes it a little bit more interesting. So um, yeah. So I'm going to get into this week's topic. I hope that you guys can take away a lot of value from it, especially if you are single and you're kind of wondering, like, when am I going to find my person? Um, These are just little things that I I think helped me. Um, And yeah, I hope that you can take away a lot from it. So in the episode of what not to do after a breakup, I kind of talked about all the, it's like there, there are things, a lot of things that I did that I don't necessarily regret. Um, however, I don't really think a lot of it was super helpful for me. So like I said, if, if you want, you might want to go back and listen to that episode so you can kind of 
have an idea of what went on. One of the things that I did that I thought was like not productive, but also completely necessary, uh, and I spoke about that, was giving myself time to just like have fun. So I definitely did my fair share of like hooking up, going out, doing my thing, and like being a little wild, and sometimes too much. But I do think that like, let's say you're newly single or you know, you're younger and you're, you're trying to, you know, find your person to date. Sorry if you can hear the train outside my window. I have the window open because it's nice outside today. Um, go out and have fun. Like, get it out of your system, okay? And if you feel like you've already done that, um, then, like, for me, especially if you, if you went through breakups before, you really have to give yourself time to heal. So, um, you know, in... And I just considered these these two relationships because they were like adult relationships. But I was in one relationship that I spoke about in one of my episodes where it was very controlling and like pretty verbally and emotionally abusive. And then I, I was only single for a year and then started dating somebody. Um, I didn't give myself time to heal from the one before. So I ignored a lot of red flags with the next guy. And I also took the negativity and the... Um, the like bad habits from the relationship before and brought them into the new one. So it's really important to just like give yourself time to heal um, and to not, you know, like almost bring your past problems into a new relationship. So then when I broke up with the next guy, he cheated on me. Um, it's funny because I'm like, not that it's okay. It's not okay that he cheated on me. I think he probably would have cheated on me either way. But it's almost like because I brought over, I was in a controlling relationship, which involves like a lot of jealousy, accusations, things like that. So I brought those arguments from my relationship before into the new one. And I was convinced and 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 was blaming, not blaming him, but like accusing him of cheating on me all the time or being shady. And it's like, First of all, he was, so I was ignoring those red flags, but also at the same time, I think it, he was kind of like, fuck it, she thinks I'm cheating on her anyway, I'm just going to do it. So, you know, we broke up and I was like really fucked up over it. Um, getting cheated on is no fun. And I, you know, so then I had my fun again, I acted really crazy, but then I gave myself time to heal. And I think a big part of that is if you're having fun and you're like hooking up with people and flirting and talking to, you know, new people all the time, um, it's hard to heal from the relationship before, even if you're not jumping into another serious relationship, always having like I guess the only word that I have for this is like a love interest, always having a love interest, always talking to or hooking up with somebody when you're supposed to be single is still not you just like being alone and being single. What could also happen from, I don't have a problem with like hookups and like hookup culture. I think that, you know, it's different than how our parents used to be where they didn't hook up and they would live in their homes until they got married with their parents. They would live with their parents and get married and they would be with one person, right? Things are very different now. And I think it's very important to get out there and like have fun with other people. If that's not you, then don't do it. First of all, like don't go out there and hook up and, and, you know, casually date if it's not for you, if it makes you uncomfortable. I don't think that it's a necessary thing. I think for some people like myself um, need to get that out of their system and they have fun with that. Um, however, if you're doing that 
always, if you're, there's always somebody that you're crushing on, talking to, hooking up with, then you're not really giving yourself time to be alone. And then what could happen with hookup culture is that then you're in the mental headspace of believing that like all guys or all girls are the same because when you're just hooking up and that person just thinks of it as a hookup and so do you, you almost forget what like normal, not even normal people, like you could be hooking up with somebody, it could be very casual and they could be like a player when it comes to you, but then they could meet somebody that they really want to be with and change their behavior, right? So, but it's very hard to see that. So for me, what would happen is I was like, I wouldn't say constantly, there wasn't like a, I don't want to make it like everybody was obsessed with me because it definitely wasn't like that at all. But I would say there was, for the most part, after I broke up with my last boyfriend, the one that, um, where the cheating went on, we broke up like five years ago. I started dating Joe a year and a half ago. So like, I want to say the first like year and a half of me being single, there was always somebody, whether I was like obsessing over someone, hooking up with someone, there was always somebody that I was thinking about or talking to. And it's like, if I'm hooking up with somebody or I'm being casual with someone, they're thinking of it the same way majority of the time. And then it makes you think that like, like it, it, it put me in a headspace of like, all guys are cheaters or all guys are, you know, players, whatever. Like, for example, there was a guy that, um, that I was friends with for a while. And then all of a sudden we started hooking up and then he tried to like hook up with my sister. He would flirt with like other girls that I knew. And it's, it's funny because I didn't want to be with him at all. It wasn't like that, but when somebody's trying to hook up with your sister and and other girls and stuff, it just makes, it puts you back in that negative headspace of like, all guys are the same and blah, blah, blah. And meanwhile, it's like, he's, I don't think that he's just that type of person. I don't think that in a serious relationship, that's how he is. It's just that we were casual and then it's hard to like be in like, it's hard to remember that there are nice people out there to date when you're being casual all the time. Um, so after a while, I just kind of like stopped. Like it was so weird. Cause all of a sudden, I think that after a while I just got sick of it. it I, I wouldn't say that I made the conscious decision at first to just like stop like hooking up with people. and just like, at first I didn't, I didn't think that, I think I just got so over it. I was so over it. And I was like, wow, there's, this is weird. There's nobody that I'm crushing on. There's nobody that I'm thinking about. And at, at first it felt really strange. And then there was a lot of mental clarity that came with that because I was like, wow, I'm just kind of like thinking about myself and my career and like what type of life I want to have. And, you know, it gave me a lot of mental clarity. So when you remove yourself from like just being casual, hooking up, having fun, going out. It gives you a lot of mental clarity. So I, I found that a lot of my, I am, I am a pretty social person. I think less so in the past couple of years, just because I don't know, I'm I'm just really enjoying like spending my time at home and being with Joe and, and that sort of thing. But I am, I am by nature a very social person, but I found that when I was single, a lot of my motivation to be social was so I can go out and possibly meet guys. And I just like stopped doing that altogether. So I would still like go out with my friends, go to dinner, that sort of thing. But there was no motivation to meet anybody at all. Um, And, but I found myself going out less as well because of that. So I would stay home and I would just, I don't know, I would just enjoy my alone time. Um, I was watching and reading a lot of things that were just like self-development, even if it, if it was like stupid YouTube videos, 
where it was like DIY or something. Like I was just enjoying my alone time. I wasn't like not going out so much like throughout the week was opening up a lot of time for self-care and just, I don't know, enjoying other things um, that just kind of, I don't know, just, just made me get to know myself better. I think that we all think we know ourselves, um, but when you're distracting yourself by hanging out with people constantly, it it doesn't really like do much for you when it comes to getting to know yourself. So I just started spending a lot more time alone, which I, uh, I liked a lot better. Um, and then after a while, I found myself, I, w- I didn't like write down, however, obviously you can do that, but I made a list of the type of person that I wanted to be with. So I think that what happens a lot of the time, especially with women, is that we, <laughs> it's funny because we're always kind of uh, down on ourselves and I wouldn't say that like we're as confident as guys are a lot of the time we question ourselves we don't give ourselves enough credit but at the same time when it comes to finding a partner we think that we are a plus and that we deserve all of these amazing things in a partner however we rarely take the time to sit back and think about if we if we actually deserve like a great person like do we Um, possess the qualities that somebody else is going to want so for me like like I had a list of things that I would want in a person and then I thought about like do I possess these qualities myself right so not that there's anything wrong like I've said there's nothing wrong with like going out and having fun if you like to go to the bars on the weekend whatever for me though I was doing that a lot for a while and I was thinking and I was like I don't know if I would want to necessarily be with somebody who is doing this all the time and who's like not going to want to leave that leave that lifestyle um so for me I was like okay yeah like I don't think I want to date somebody who is constantly out on the weekends or if they are out on the weekends are they like out Friday Saturday Sunday out till 3 a.m that sort of thing so little things like that um for me it was like do I want to be with somebody who doesn't know how to be alone, do I, you know, things like that. Like, it's really, really important to look at what you want and really be honest with yourself. Do you possess these qualities, right? Like, I think that we can be really, really shallow, you know? You can think to yourself, like, oh, I want somebody who looks like this and makes this much money and has this type of job. And then you sit back and you're like, wait a second, am I, you know, do I look my best? Do, am I super hardworking? Am I lazy? Am I, am I responsible? Like, really, you have to think about yourself and the type of person that you are. And from there, you need to work on yourself. So for me, I wouldn't say that, like, I worked on myself so much, um, because I was pretty happy with the type of person that I was, I just like stopped doing certain things. So like I said, with the going out, and I don't think there is a problem with it. Like I said, like if, if you have fun going out on the weekends and you want to date somebody who wants to be out and like drinking on the weekends and partying, then that's, then that's what you want. You know, um, for me, I realized that that was what I was doing on the weekends, but I didn't want somebody who was doing that. So, you know, my parents would always joke around that, you know, you're fishing in the same pond, they would always say to me, because I was always out at the same bars, especially during the summer. I was always out at the same bars all the time. Um, 
and, and I would wonder like why I didn't meet anybody nice. And it's because I'm in those same places with the same people that I would never actually want to be in a relationship with. Um, you know, even for me, like I wasn't consistent with, you know, like it's hard because my schedule it doesn't really allow for a routine. However, there's things every day that you can do to make yourself feel good that this is going to sound really silly, but for, even if it's like the smallest thing where it's like you, you know, take vitamins every day or you are part of a a group or a community or you have a hobby, something like that. Like for me, I wanted to make sure that anything that I was interested in that could make me a better person that I would invest in, in that and, and tune into that a little more. Um, so yeah, basically just like making sure that you are, like you're the person that you would want to date, you know? So if you are, you know, you don't want to date somebody lazy, but you're lazy, like that, it doesn't make any sense. A lot of people want things that they can't provide themselves. Um, like if you want to be, you know, if, if you in the future would want to be like a stay-at-home mom and, you know, be Susie Homemaker, there's no problems with that at all, but make sure that you actually, like, are that person. Like, if you want to, like, stay at home and, and whatever, like, make sure that you are able to do those things, that you're able to cook a meal and that sort of thing. And you don't have to do that, but if that's what you want to do, that's what you should be working on. You should be able to provide those things for some, you know, for somebody else and be able to have that exchange so, you know, be honest with yourself. There's a lot of people who are not honest with themselves. I hear so many people who have laundry lists of things that they want in a partner, but they can't really provide much themselves. So I, I would say, you know, also a lot of people would say like, oh, you're being too picky. Girls hear that, hear that all the time, right? You're being too picky. Um, I don't really believe in like settling, right? You shouldn't settle by any means. You should wait until you find the right person. However, I would say that you have like maybe five non-negotiables, right? You, you can't sit there and, and have a list of 100 things that you want to find in a person. Um, you should have five non-negotiables and keep it at that. <laughs> um, you know, if, if for you, if it's like, I need somebody who is religious and that's a non-negotiable for you, like, great, that's fine. But it can't go on and on and on and on down to like the color of their shoelaces because you'll never, ever be happy or, you know, find somebody like that. So, um, yeah, so just be able to, uh, to match your expectations. Um, and then I would say the last thing, it's funny because I met Joe while I was actually blackout drunk at a brunch in New York City, and I thought it was going to be a one-night stand, which, and it's funny because I, I wasn't doing any of that for a while. Like, I really wasn't going out. When I did, it was once in a while. I'd be home early. I wasn't really drunk or anything, and I ended up meeting him. I was blackout drunk at a brunch, thought it was going to be a one-night thing, um, but in the past, what would happen is if I like hooked up with somebody, even if I had zero interest in the person, I would harp on it for a while. So I would hook up with someone and then I would invest a lot of my time in like thinking about them, talking about them. It was this very like ego driven thing where I would hook up with somebody and then get myself worked up and annoyed if they didn't try to reach out to me again. 
And when I hooked up with Joe, like we hooked up and then we ended up like the next morning going for breakfast, taking a walk, all this stuff. It was very, very mature and, and cool and not your typical one night stand. However, I wasn't invested in it at all. Like right after the fact, I was like, oh, that guy was really cool. And I didn't think about whether I was going to hear from him or not because I thought he was so like polite and nice that I was like, he was really cool. If he like goes and finds a, a girlfriend tomorrow, like good for him because he's, he's awesome, you know? Um, and I just, I finally learned after like not hooking up with anybody for a while, not investing my time or thoughts into useless situations, I finally like gained the knowledge and gained the, I don't want to say skill because it's not a skill, but I finally realized like it was just a hookup. Stop investing so much time into thinking about it. It's not that big of a deal. If he reaches out, cool. If he doesn't, who the fuck cares, right? I finally got to that point, and then this was the the time that it actually turned into something. He didn't text me for like a week. I I remember texting my friend who I met him through and said, wow, Joe hasn't texted me, and I'm not bothered by it. Like I'm realizing this now that he hasn't texted me, he hasn't reached out, and normally I'd be thinking about it, freaking out, looking at my phone every single day, and not even be into the person at all. And meanwhile, I thought he was so fucking cool, and I would have liked to hang out with him again, but I wasn't driving myself crazy. I just like let it go. And if anybody who's listening is into the law of attraction, like that is it right there. Like wanting something, but also like letting it go and believing that whatever is supposed to happen is supposed to happen. That's how you fucking get what you want. Um, Also, right before I met Joe, I remember, and I didn't even remember this until one of my friends brought it up to me. She was like, before you met Joe, you literally said, I feel like I'm going to meet somebody soon. I I, I just, I know I'm going to meet the right person and I let it go, right? I was, I said that, you know, I didn't remember until my friend told me about it, but I also remember thinking to myself that I think we all, you know, find ourselves to be like weird or unique in some way. Like we just think that nobody's like us because we are all very unique. You know, you're inside your own head all day. You don't know what anybody else is thinking. Um, And I just remember being like, I am so particular and I can explain to you why, like, just the, the family life that I've come from, the, the beliefs that I have, um, you know, I'm, I'm not a very traditional person. Just things like that, I just thought to myself, it's going to take a very specific person to really match up with me and be like, like, the per- like my perfect partner, right? And I didn't really think it was possible to find someone that would be my perfect match. I don't know why. I just thought I was so particular and so different in my mind that I would never find my perfect match. And in the past... Um, I would get into relationships or start, you know, dating somebody and I was never 100% myself. There were always things that I just kept to myself or I didn't, I didn't share with somebody because I was like, whatever, this point of view is going to freak them out or, you know, they're going to find this to be too much. I've been told that I am, you know, intimidating by a couple of, and which I don't believe. And I think that's nonsense. I'm not saying that to say I'm like, I'm so intimidating, but you know, I, I was, I was afraid of that. So I wouldn't really be myself. And I remember thinking in this moment, I may not find my perfect match and that is okay. I would rather be alone than not be myself. I literally, and I was okay with it. I wasn't, it wasn't, you know, um, it didn't come from a negative point of view. It wasn't cynical in any way. I just thought if I don't find somebody who loves me for me and is my perfect match, 
then I would rather be alone. And I was okay with it. And I was at such peace with that thought. And then I met Joe. Literally like week, not even a week after like thinking that to myself and just feeling so at peace with, I love myself. I love the person that I am. I'm not going to change any of that for anybody. And if I don't find someone who likes this too, then I am okay being alone. And then I met Joe. Um, And, you know, like I said, I thought it was going to be a one night stand. And then we started hanging out and I thought it was just going to be casual. Like we were like great friends who would go on dates. That doesn't work, by the way. We could do a whole other episode on that. I don't believe in any of that casually dating somebody, you know, I think in most situations doesn't really work out, but it was the most healthy, happy thing. And I don't like to sit and gush about my relationship. Um, I think it could, you know, it could be weird for people or even triggering for some people who really just want to find their perfect match. But they are out there if you focus on yourself, if you work on being the best person that you are, and if you are truly okay with the idea that it might take a long time, or like, I think it's possible for everybody. Of of course I said, I thought to myself, like, oh my God, like, I don't care if I don't find somebody. I'd rather just like, you know, be alone if, if I can't have that perfect match. I think there's somebody out there for everyone. Um, but just being like super open to the idea that they can come out of nowhere and they can be different than the person that you thought you were going to end up with and somehow still be your perfect match. So I hope that makes you guys feel good. I hope that you gained some perspective in this episode, especially if you are single or dating and you're trying to find your way and figure out like when it's going to happen for you. Um, yeah, so that's really it, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to go and um, try join my Facebook group. You just have to answer three questions, and none of them are trick questions. So if you want to just go over and do that, and I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Bye.